My name is Dorothy Cunningham. I live in Erieton. I've lived here for 22 years. I'm the president of the association. I've been the president for the last 17 years. I was raised up in East Baltimore. I spent a lot of my younger years in the Eastern Shore. I had five children, 18 grandchildren, six great-grandchildren, and I'm 54 years old. Awesome. And um, where are we sitting right now? Um, we're now sitting in the Irvington Community Center. And um, can you tell me a little bit about your role at the center in the community, how the center came about? Well, I'm actually the acting director of the community center. Um, took about six years to attain the building to open up a community center in the Irvington community. Um, in the center, we, we do a youth program. We also have sewing classes and computer classes. We do program for young people. It's a reading program we do on Saturday for, for kids from the ages three to four. Um, the center has been open for about two years. We have a young man that runs a youth program. He's the executive director of I Am Mentality, which is a great youth program. They provide mental health and a variety of different social skills for the young men. Awesome. And um, when did you decide to open a center? When and why did you decide to open this center? Well, I decided to open the center, like I said, six years ago. It took about that long to get one because there were not any type of resources within the Southwest District. And I felt as though we needed to provide service for the people in the district. So I fought very hard to get the center up and running. We um, took one summer to prepare to paint to clean, to repair the back porch and the front porch. We had a young group of young people from the Catholic Church out Glen Burnie, and they came in and helped, and they worked very hard to get the center open. Cool. And um, besides the center, what other projects or things have you done in, in this community or in your life that you've wanted to share? Well, in my life, I'm a foster mom. I've been a foster mom for 30 years. I've had probably over 25 um, kids in and out. My last child um, is three now. I got him when he was a year old, so I kept him for two years, and he just went home Wednesday with his mom. It was heartbreaking, but all kids deserve to be with their parents. Within the community, we do like community cleanups, um, community meetings. I'd be with the business um, owners once a month to discuss code and force issues. I have done liquor board hands. We was able to close down a liquor store. I'm working now on having one of the bars close at 9 o'clock in City 2 a.m. So the delegates introduced the legislation for um, to say they will open at 9 and close at 9 p.m. because they have been one of the problem businesses in the community. Also working with, um, I think they call Baltimore Development Court. Um, six of the business was able to get grants to do a facade upgrade, so that should happen this spring. 
I work for some with some of the local churches doing food pantries. We also do um, food giveaways here. We'll start back up in March, so we provide boxes of food for the residents in the community. Uh, it's just so much that, <laughs> that we do to, um, you know, try to better the community. And um, why do you feel like you as a person do all that work? Like? Um, technically, I don't know why. <laughs> I started when I was a teenager in the community where I lived. On Saturdays, I would go up and down and clean the street and scrub the front steps for for the oldest neighbors, so I've been doing it for a very long time. It may be something just in me, or maybe I picked it up from my mom because she would volunteer a lot. So it's it's a compassion that I have, and I feel though I must do it. So I I don't know why I said me, but I have to, even when I'm not feeling well. I'm still out doing things because when I can't sit around, I feel like I'm just. How would I say? I'm just useless because I'm not doing anything. So I always have to be doing something. Even, you know, in high school, some of the girls I went to school with, they may not have money or a meal, and I would bring them home, and they could eat with us. I remember the very time getting a beating from my mom because I took off my coat, and I gave it away because the girl didn't have a coat, but I knew I had another one at home. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just something in me, and I don't know why, but it's just there. And I feel the need to try to make things better. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you do to kind of take care of yourself and keep keep that spirit alive? Or you, you know what? I think it's just by the grace of God. Because I've been experiencing a lot of health issues, but he had pulled me through. I I think my service is not completed, so that's why he making sure I'm able to keep performing the community work and family work. So I, I think that's where I get my strength from. Mm-hmm. And um, what would you want someone to know who wasn't from this? neighborhood or not even maybe from Baltimore about your community? Irvington is a great community. We we do have issues that developed probably the last five years with drug dealing, but Irvington is a great community. It's, it's diversity. We have a different stocks of home. We have like, what would you call them? Like the vintage houses, mm-hmm. the older model houses. We have those. Um, we have a lot of amenities. We have senior, two senior buildings. We have a um, nursing home. We have Mount St. Joe's High School, which is a private all-boys school. Mm-hmm. We have a treatment center for young adults. So it's a lot of things that the community offers. We have a lot of hardworking people that live here as well. I'm like, you know, I'm just not the only person that works in the community. I have a core group, my board, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And all and they were all willing to do anything they can to make the community better. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked about all the things you do, but how would you describe your role in your neighborhood? Like, are hmm. you, you know, whatever words come to mind? My role is, number one, to make sure my community is safe not only for myself or my grandkids, but for the whole entire 
community. That's my number one role. My number one priority is to keep the community safe as possible. My other role is to probably make sure it's clean, try to bring in different businesses to improve the business quarter, and just always be willing to work with my state delegate and the city council people because we can't get anything done without working with them. Mm. Um, are there other stories or things you want to share about your work or your trying to the think center or story? Right, like a time when you're just like I've had some bad times dealing with drug dealers. Mm. I've been threatened today was going to kill me. I had a police detail for probably like five months everywhere I went to police went and it really got on my nerves, but I knew they were doing their job, but I didn't stop because I don't allow people to scare me. So whatever, everything I was doing, I continued to do. So I guess they finally realized I was not going away. So the threat stopped. You know, I just was not going to tolerate, you know, being threatened. Pretty much they're kids. And, and I'm not going to tolerate them. I expect respect from them just like, I, you know, I give them. And I always tell them because I do have conversation with the drug dealers. I tell them, look, I can't tell you what to do, but sometimes it's, it's how you do it. You can't be up in people's stores, you know, hanging and rolling your marijuana and selling your drugs because that, that ruins business for them and the good people like me don't want to go in the store. So if you find the need that you have to sell drugs, then go in the alley and sell the drugs. So I have conversations with them all the time. I'm praying one day they will go away. But, you know, young, young folks just think that's the only way of living is to stand on corner and get fast money. Yeah. That's a lot of what it is, is they can make money quickly, quickly. and there aren't other jobs. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but, but there it, aren't other jobs. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and it seems to be the only thing they know and said because most of the kids are raising themselves. Mom is probably on drugs, dad is in prison, and they don't know nothing else but selling drugs because we offer them jobs but it takes too long for them to make money so they, they don't want a job so they just stand on the corner from sun up to sun down just you know make it, trying to make the money and getting caught up because most of them either going to go to jail or they're going to get killed and it's happened a lot like that so we try, we we still try to have conversations with him. Even my youth program guy, he try to bring him into his program, but they just don't want it. They don't see it. Mm-hmm. And why do you think it has gotten worse over the? You said over the last five years, but why do you think that's increased in this neighborhood or this community or in Baltimore or whatever? I think because in this community, most of the young folks that's on my corners don't even live in this community. They're coming out from other communities, so I don't know why it has increased, but it seems to have gotten worse, and I, I can't I can't pinpoint why it's like that, mm-hmm. but it has gotten worse. It's more young folks than ever been hanging on the quarter, so I I don't know why. Okay, and um, what other if you could ask for other resources? Um, to come to your neighborhood 
you know, whether that be from the state or outside of Baltimore or within the community, what things would you like to see happen? Hmm. Other resources. Or, I don't know, you know. Um, what, what is your vision for, like... If my vision is redeveloping the business court. Other, mm -hmm. maybe not resources, but getting assistance to bring in different types of business. Because most of our business is just like those... Everybody sell chicken lots. You know, there's no healthy foods here whatsoever. So it would be great if we would be able to get a supermarket, if not a supermarket, stores that would sell healthy food and not all this junk food that's really destroying all of us. You know, it's causing diabetes. It's causing heart disease. It, it causes a lot. Or maybe in the center we could get like resources to provide people with energy assistance or rental assistance, like different programs that people would need, job training. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many programs that we need because there actually just no resources in the whole entire Southwest, not just in Irvington. In Southwest, the focus seem to be never on communities like ours. Seems to be where all the money goes to like Fells Point, Harbor East. They don't invest monies into our communities. It's sad, but it's true. And in order for us to get anything, we got to do it on our own. And we got to fight for it. And I'm always willing to put up a good fight with anybody. And I don't care who you are. I will give you a good fight because that's the only way we're going to get something because if we just go ask and they say no, I'm like, okay, they expect you to go away. But I'm one of those folks that never go away mm -hmm. until you give me what I ask for because I think we deserve the same thing everybody else gets. So do I'm going to fight you. Mm -hmm. And do you have a story of success where you pushed for something and, again... You made it happen for you Success or was having a bar closed down where a 16-year-old was in the bar drinking, and he ended up getting killed. Number one, he shouldn't even been in the bar. So we had to go to liquor board hearings. I got busloads of people to go to that hearing. It may have took us like five months, but finally they took their license and they closed it down. So that was our very successful story. And the young man's mother was one of my employees when I worked at Coppin, so it really touched me because I was close to her. So I knew I had to do something to shut that bar down. Mm -hmm. And it happened. Mm -hmm. Took a while, but yeah. it happened because I was determined mm -hmm. that it was going to close because you don't have no business with kids in the bar. Mm -hmm. So had not that young man been in that bar, he had still been living today. And that was probably like eight years ago mm -hmm. that that happened. But I'm always willing to do whatever it takes to shut something down if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. And how do you? How did you meet Miss Gwen? I'm just curious. You know, I met Miss Gwen through the organization Built. Yeah. Everything was everything was a member of the Built organization, and Miss Gwen became our community organizer after our first one left. So that's how I met Miss Gwen. I love Miss Gwen to death. She's mm -hmm. a sweetheart. She really is. Mm -hmm.